0: Hey everybody, it's Sarah and I just wanted to pop in real quick before you guys get to the meat and potatoes of this episode Just to say Lindsay and I appreciate you guys. We love you guys Currently we are in an abandoned plantation getting our booties eaten getting possessed getting all crazy it's a lot of fun, and just to let you guys know, this week's episode is going to be a special episode that I recorded with my dad. One night, we were having um, a little party at my house, I kind of just snuck him away, and I asked him to tell me these awesome stories that I had actually never heard before. Uh, so I just, I hope you guys enjoy. hope you guys love listening to my dad, because honestly, I love listening to him talk. He's a character, and he has a lot to say. He has a lot of stories. So hopefully we'll get him uh, on maybe in the next episodes maybe we'll see about having him back on maybe he'll like doing that um he thought it was a trip to actually hear himself on a podcast so so shout out to my dad robert mendoza hey dad um so i hope you guys enjoy it uh, by the way my niece is going to be in the background her name's anna maria and she is the best that's my badass little niece she'll be in the background she'll be kind of giving her a little bit of a comments and everything like that she thought it was really interesting to be there and listen to her pet ball tell us spooky ghost story. But yeah, so everything that's being said in this is true. Um it's crazy. It's out there. I can't explain it. He can't explain it. Uh his buddy can't explain it. We have no idea what the hell he had seen. And I think nobody ever will. So anyway, so I hope you guys enjoy it. And just to let you guys know we will be probably recording uh, the experience that we had at the plantation maybe in a week or two weeks it depends we have busy schedules and we try to post as much as we can we try to, we try to record it as much as we can and so y'all just stay tuned for that anyway so i hope y'all enjoy go Sody my ass um, with my dad that sounds really weird anyway guys speak to you later So this is...
1: Ghosts don't eat my ass after telling this story about what I'm fixing to tell you.
0: <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Sarah, and I am joined with my dad. Dad, yes. can you introduce yourself? Yes.
1: This is Robert Mendoza, Sr. Yeah.
0: And I thought I would bring my dad on because I wanted him to share a little bit about his personal ghost stories. He has a lot, which mm. I had no idea, and I thought was very interesting. So... Dad, do you want to give us a little bit of a location, time, date, as much as you can recall?
1: Yeah, this happened. You know, this is like in the early seventies, I guess. And then just recently, I started, you know, thinking about it. You know, and, and you know, talking to uh, my buddy that that uh, he grew up in his house. There, are are you okay?
0: Are you okay with saying his name? Oh, yeah. you don't have to say his like actual name, just what you call him.
1: I call him Oogie. <laughs> yeah, Oogie. Okay. Anyway, I uh, <clears throat> grew up in uh, Richmond around uh, on Preston Street, corner of uh, 10th Street and Preston Street in Richmond, across the tracks. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the house that they lived in uh, next to the railroad track, uh, it was an old house, a big house, uh, you know, the house set up on, uh, you know, wood beans. I mean, brick beans, blocks, what do you want to call them? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it was high enough to where you could just sit underneath the house, you know. Then a hot summer day, we'd sit down there and just it'd be cool down there. Well, when and this incident happened to me was uh, during the uh, the winter months. You know, it was it was a cool November, December. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, you know, in the early 70s. I had to be. And I, we were still in high school.
0: How old, how old were y'all? Like, what, 16, I, I 17? 16,
1: 15, 16 years old, I guess, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway he lived in that house that he lived in like there i get it had a, a wrap around porch you know on one side of the house and there was another smaller porch on the other side of the house just kind of give you a description of the house the ceilings were 10 foot high 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 ceilings uh it was an old wood frame house been there forever and um you know sometimes i would spend a night with him there him and his brothers and uh, listen to music and stuff and, and this particular night that i was there getting ready to go to bed and it was cool outside as a matter of fact it was cold and they have a little they had a heater set up in their bedroom and it's called the dearborn heaters back in the day it was just a gas uh it was operated with gas um they had these little bricks inside them they called them dearborn heaters and it you know it was keeping the room you know warm Mm -hmm. for us you know and it was it was uh, the the heater was located uh, almost approximately close to the door where you walk in into the house from the porch. So uh, went ahead and got got in and we all got ready to go to bed and I lay down and I was sleeping on the edge of the bed facing the door facing the heater itself.
0: Okay, so like in the house. When you walk into the house, there's the bedroom or the bedroom's like right there as soon as you walk into the house? Like it's a part of the well Well, when, you, when you
1: walk up the steps to the house, and you get on the wooden porch and you open the door and it went directly into that bedroom. Okay. There was a screen door and it was a wood frame door.
2: Right, okay. And you
1: walk directly into the bedroom and approximately right next to the right side of that room, there was another door and that went into the living room. But mm-hmm. that door stayed closed because all the jamming we were doing and stuff in there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and mom and daddy didn't want to listen to all that music. So, But anyway, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've had, I've heard stories about an incident, about things that have been happening around that house from his dad, that Senor Yot And on the backside of the house on the smaller porch, one day uh, at late in the afternoon, they had dogs in the house, I mean, in the yard. They had three dogs in the yard. One of the dogs' name was Kukul, and uh, they had this pear tree on that side of the house over there, next to an old abandoned water well. Uh, been there forever, but it was pretty well almost filled in with dirt and trash or whatever, you know. Nobody could fall in there and get hurt, you know. Yeah, because they had kids, you know. The neighborhood was kids, but anyway, in this particular area where this uh, pear tree was and his well, the the man. My buddy's uh, dad had an encounter there himself, and it was this uh, individual. I don't know if you would, what you would call it. Uh, it was a very odd-looking figure um, standing next to the uh, this pear tree, walking around it.
0: What did it look like?
1: It was short. I would say about four foot high, three to four foot. It had a wearing a long, like a trench coat type, and he had the collar up around it, but you couldn't. You couldn't see the features of a face or anything like that because the collar was up. It was a high collar. But this uh, this, this thing, thing I guess you want to call it, was walking around the pear tree. And, and, the, and the man, the Senor uh, Pilar, he was standing there, and he noticed that the dogs were whimpering, and they come running on the porch with their tails between their legs. They were scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the man got mad. He said, I got these dogs and look at them. They're whimpering and they're supposed to be taking care of the house and chasing this whatever's in the yard, but they were whimpering and they got—they ran to the porch and they were standing behind him. Mm-hmm. And that's when he acknowledged this this individual and he told him in Spanish, Oye, larguete de aquí. Vámonos de mi casa, de mi yarda. In other words, <clears throat> get out of here. You need to leave. You don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. This thing or this individual stopped and I guess he must have heard that this man... It acknowledged talking. him? It acknowledged him. It stopped walking around the pear tree. Ugh. But he says, uh, de aquí. Vámonos. Mm-hmm. And it apparently left. Now, this is what uh, uh, my friend told me had happened to his dad because he told his dad what had happened to me that I saw this same individual or being or thing came into the bedroom where I was at, where I was laying down in the bed.
0: Tell me about that experience. What exactly happened? Like, what happened?
1: But just to kind of let me go back to the what uh, uh, Don Pilato, Mister Pilato
0: mm-hmm. saw.
1: But he, they would, they would see other things there. Uh, mm-hmm. There would be a man walking on the railroad track, uh, and they had no head. And then Senor Pilato, Mister Pilato, also saw a woman with a child, a small boy about maybe four years old, and she was crying. And I don't know if it was the Llorona, you know, the crying lady. I don't think it was. But it would come down a road. It was a little small gravel road that ran along parallel to the railroad track. And uh, there were some abandoned houses down that road. And and if you camped down that road, you would come into their yard. Mm -hmm. And that's where he would see this woman walking down and coming into his yard. And he would tell her also, you need to get out of here, leave here. You don't need to be here. You know, there's no reason for you to be here. And and she would leave with that little boy. Sometimes the little boy came by himself. But it was always late at night in the afternoons. You know, the sun's going down. It's, you know, it's Like dark. around
0: 6, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock 8
1: maybe? o'clock or so. At night. Yeah, okay. And every time this happened, the dogs, here they come, whimpering. hmm
0: You
1: know, whining and crying. And they're running into the porch, on, onto the porch, running around in circles. They're scared. But... This is what the, the man, Mister Pilato, would see, and even my friend Pilar, Sometimes he said he would hear them dogs at night whimpering when everybody was asleep, and uh, he says, "Man, I, I didn't want to get up and go see who it was." You know, and it what? was
0: just like like a human being. Like it looked like they were real. Oh yeah, you could, like see and, through them.
1: No, no, was, they were not transparent. They were, you could you could see through them. It was like somebody just a person. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there were not a. A ghostly figure or somebody walking an
0: apparition or anything. Yeah, like that? an apparition,
1: yeah. something walking above the ground. You know,
0: yeah,
1: floating around. No, this these individuals were actually walking.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But this thing that I'm talking about, this three or four foot high figure, would walk. It was not floating around or whatever. You know. hmm But anyway, what happened to me there again was in the early 70s. I was 15, 16 years old. And I would hang out at this place a lot, at this house with my friend and his brother. And, and, uh, you know, had some good times there. So on this particular night, it was a cold night. Went to bed. The heater is on. The doors are closed. The screen door and the the wood drawer. And on the corner there was another bed. And that's where the older brother slept. So he was not at home at that particular night.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. It was just myself and and, uh, Oogie and his brother, Philip. And, uh, well... You know, you go to sleep, and I heard something, someone walking up the steps. It's a, they were not wooden steps, they were brick, concrete. But you could hear somebody walking up, and then walking on the on the porch. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm, do- I'm already asleep, and I'm opening my eyes, you know, because I heard that, and I woke, it woke me up. I'm kind of a light sleeper. I didn't hear no dogs barking at the time. But then I hear the screen door coming open. And the doorknob, I, could, you can see it, or you can hear that it's somebody's opening the door and coming in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now they, these are old wooden doors and uh, the big old metal doorknobs, and they make a lot of noise. So I assumed that it was his, their older brother Joe was coming in late at night, you know, right. from a date or whatever. <clears throat> and I said, okay, it's only Joe, so I'm trying to go back to sleep, and I could hear my buddy over there snoring, and his brother and that's when the door came open and i looked I opened my eyes again and i look and it was this figure about three four foot high standing there and he walked over to the to the heater and just stood there i assumed wow what is that who, who is that and i said well look like you're just standing by the heater mm-hmm. to get warm mm-hmm. it came out from the outside and I, I noticed that it was wearing this coat i, I, I assumed it was a coat and the collar was up, but I couldn't see no facial, you know, features or no head or I don't know. It just didn't seem like there was, you know, what, what is going on here, man? Mm-hmm. And it just stood there. I'm trying to say something. I, I'm trying to shout out something, or I wanted to wake up my friend and say, "Hey, hey, there's somebody in here. Who is that?" You know? But I couldn't. It was just like, man, I was like stiff.
0: You were shocked, like in a just paralyzed. You know,
1: it was like a nightmare, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nothing would come out of my mouth. I couldn't whimper or scream or nothing. And, and I wanted to kick a leg, kick my buddy there and kick him to wake him up, but nothing was happening. And I'm looking at this, whatever walked into the house. I, to this day, I cannot really say what it was. But I heard it walking, it, so I had and it had feet. It had apparently some shoes on or something. And then it moved towards me and it's like this is weird i heard it coming up the steps on the porch but as it was moving towards me just i didn't hear no footsteps i'm going oh my god what is it what and i'm really scared now i am frightened i can't nothing comes out i'm trying to shout out scream do something and it moved towards me towards where i'm sleeping at and it stopped and I just, nothing was said. I didn't say nothing. Uh, this, whatever this thing was, they didn't say nothing. I didn't hear no breathing or anything. And it just turned around and went back towards the door. It stopped at the heater, went to the door and the door was still open somewhat. And then I didn't see no features. Like I didn't see anybody. I didn't see it reaching and opening the door or nothing.
2: You
0: know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It
1: just went around the door and went out the screen door came open
0: did you hear it like walk down
1: but uh, you could hear the footsteps
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right
1: and then that's when I heard the dogs barking okay mm-hmm. the dogs started barking out he had three dogs out there yeah and they were barking what time it was I don't know it had to have been you know one two o'clock in the morning one o'clock I don't I can't remember I mean everybody's asleep the whole household is asleep mm-hmm. mom dad and so the,
0: the brother sister- wasn't there at all
1: no I looked, and the bed was empty. Joe was not there yet.
0: So it was just you and Mr. Pilar.
1: Right. And then I hear the footsteps going down on the porch, clump clunk, clump, down the stairs, the concrete steps. The dogs are barking. And I said, oh, my Lord.
0: Did you ever hear the story that the dad had ever said about the, the man? Did you ever hear that story or no? Yes. Mm-hmm. Before you saw the guy, he. Oh, he, before
1: I saw this individual? Yeah. No, I never did. Uh,
0: he never talked about anything weird or scary or no, anything like that? No. Before that, that, that. No, thing even, my, your even
1: my buddy Oogie, he never told me anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he, maybe he was just keeping it to himself. Or he probably think if he was to tell me, he was, oh, this guy's crazy, you know?
0: Or you'd be scared and you wouldn't come. Yeah, and
1: I wouldn't come around anymore. But, but anyway. I finally came through and I said, "Hey, I'm starting moving around." And I said, "Hey, man, hey, Pilar, Pilar, Oogie." His name is Pilar, also after his dad. And I said, "Oogie, Oogie, uh, what's up?" Uh, well, man, I, I saw something. I got up to go close the door. Mhm. And I went back to the bed.
0: It left the door open. Yes. Both the doors—the screen door and the regular. Well, door. the
1: screen door was shut itself because it was it was okay. slammed. Yeah. You know. So you it didn't. know
0: it was real because door was
1: open. And I closed the door. That woman like this boom. Oh. I went back to bed and I told him that I didn't want to sleep on the edge of the bed no more. Can I can I sleep against the wall? <laughs> and he let me sleep against the wall. But I didn't tell him what was going on. Mm-hmm. So uh went to sleep, but I had a hard time sleeping. I, I was really frightened. I was man, I was petrified. When
0: did you tell Mr. But P. then the what next happened? day, the next uh-huh.
1: morning is when I told him that's uh-huh. what had happened. And then I looked over there in the corner and his brother's there, asleep, the older brother. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember when he came in. I didn't hear him. He was asleep. The one in the bed that was empty prior to all this. Uh-huh. And that's when I told my buddy, he said, Look, man, this is what happened to me last night. He says, Oh man, uh, you know, yeah, I believe you. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, Oh man, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. He said, I believe you. And said, My dad's seen it too. He's seen a woman and this man walking down the track. So he went in uh, later on during the day, he, uh, after we had breakfast and stuff, he told his dad about it. And his dad came to me, Oye Roberto, ¿qué vistes anoche? ¿Qué pasó? He asked me, Hey, what what happened? What did you see last night? And I told him. Mm-hmm. And he said, That's when he acknowledged it. Yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, I've seen it too. And he left it at that. And that's when Pilar, Ouyi, oh, oh, explain to me what had it happened to his dad his experience so his mm-hmm. dad with this, this this little guy this little man or whatever it is he said he's not had seen it twice
0: so y'all could never i mean you could never like figure, like get a good description of like you said there was a trench coat it was wearing it was and, some like, type it sounded of sounded like it was wearing shoes but you never could get like a good a good no. look at it it's just kind of a dark figure all
1: i saw was this coat and these this collar was mm-hmm. up real high mm-hmm. like he was covering his face his head like maybe he had been he was ducked down and
2: he was his, cold like he was
1: cold and his shoulders might have been up you know and he was covering his, his head down low or something but i never saw no features no face no like to say oh man that's an ugly individual but i never yeah. saw any of that i was trying to look to see what what he looked like you know the yeah. face you know yeah but i never saw that
0: and then you couldn't even get up, like you couldn't even do. Oh anything. no, no, no! Move.
1: You know, you know. People say they've had nightmares where, or they think they see something and they can't move. You know, they can't scream out. And
0: That's called sleep paralysis.
1: Sleep paralysis. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened to me that night, but I had something. But
0: you've never had anything happen to you before. After you've never had any kind of experience, anything like that, like had, what you experienced, Mr. Peeler's.
1: At my house. Where I live, I live right down the street. Part with
0: Grandma, you've had stuff happen with Grandma.
1: It, yes, at our house, I was sleeping in my bed, and I I opened my eyes because I I saw a light. I said, "Who who turned the light on?" And, and my brother and I, my oldest brother, were asleep in bed. And I opened my eyes up. I was covered up. I looked over towards the foot of the bed, and it was this bright light, and it was. To me, it looked like an angel was standing there and just looking down at us. It was a a woman-like figure. Mm -hmm. And I just, I could not comprehend what I was looking at. Why why is it so bright? Who's got the light on? But it was at the edge of the bed, at the foot of the bed, I'm sorry. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And it was this figure just standing there. And it appeared to have um, like... Wings of some sort, but it were just standing there at the foot of the bed, just looking down at us. But it didn't scare me at all. I mean, I was not frightened. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was at ease, you know. Yeah. And whatever this figure was, this apparition, didn't try to scare us or, you know, my brother was asleep through it all. I was just looking at it. But I felt at ease i did not feel i didn't feel frightened
2: mm-hmm.
1: i went back to sleep i was at ease i was relaxed and i went back to sleep and uh of course the next morning you know there's nothing there you know but.
0: did you ever tell grandma about seeing that yeah What'd i she told say? her she told you it was an angel
1: she just looked at me and says to tu, tu crees in dios she asked me do you believe in god I said. Yeah, I guess Mama. Whatever you tell us, you know, you're always telling us stuff about the scriptures and stuff. She said that was an angel mm-hmm. that was here to protect us, and that's all she. That's all she told me.
0: Mm-hmm. She didn't go
1: any you know, any further. Any details. further, yeah. And uh, of course, I it was just her. I told. I didn't tell my dad, or I didn't even tell my 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 siblings. Yeah, I kept it to myself. But I I told Mama about it. Say, hey, you know, this is what I saw last night.
0: And yep. that, that's when y'all were living like, didn't you live like under the bridge or not under no. the bridge, but near the bridge? This
1: is this is on off of Preston Street, oh, 10th, right. and 10th and uh-huh. Preston. We lived in a, like a duplex. Oh, okay. Old duplex. It was two houses in one, you know. It was right. all divided in between. It was one house here.
0: And the other house on the and other side.
1: There was a family on this side, and we, we lived on the other side. Mm-hmm. And right down the road, I would walk about a block and and go down this this gravel road, and it opened up to a big yard. That's where my buddy Oogie stayed. Right. He lived next to the railroad track. Mm-hmm. And that's where he stayed. But that was my incident that I it occurred to me. You know, this uh, to this day, you know, I don't know what it was, or never saw it again. I didn't hear no more talk about it anymore from for my friend and his dad or the family you know they
0: never explained like looked into like what it could be or yeah I I
1: asked him I asked my buddy uh, Oogie I said hey how old is this house how long has this house been here who used to live here before you guys came in and he says man I don't know I don't remember you know they said there was another family lived in this house and they moved out and we moved in but I was little I was uh, almost I was like one or two years old when I moved in here. Mm-hmm. So they have been there a long time. That house has been there a long time. After that incident, the man, uh, Mr. Pilar, cut down the pear tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The pear tree was cut down. And he, he, his way of thinking, he didn't tell me or my buddy told me, he says, my dad says, we're going to cut that pear tree down. I think that's got a lot to do with what's going on around here. Mm-hmm. Because this woman and this boy... Would always walk towards the pear tree, and this four-foot figure would always hang around this pear tree and walk around it. The man on the railroad track—I don't, I don't, I don't know if he ever came into the yard or not. I don't think he did, but he did see a man on the railroad track. But they cut the pear tree down. I asked him. I asked my friend not too long ago. I called him. And I said, "Hey, man, uh, you know, we're just talking about the old days and the old times," and I brought up that incident about this figure he said yeah man boo that was a long time ago man you still remember that i said yeah i asked him is that pear tree still there He said no we cut it down my dad cut it down i said is the house still there he said the house is gone it was knocked down wow. it was torn down he says uh they made it into a trailer park they park in trailers there now wow i said is there is our tree house still there the one we built he said you know I drove through there one time, just kind of drove to see what it was like, and I looked. And there was a few boards left up on that tree. Wow. Yeah, we had built a treehouse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's where we spent some times in that treehouse. But he said there was only a few boards left. The house is gone. There's no pear tree. There's no well anymore because I guess we were put these trailers in it. They cleared the land out, you know.
0: Yeah. They probably closed it up with dirt or something.
1: But uh, yeah. Oh,
0: so gosh. after. He- after he cut down the pear trade, do you think everything kind of just stopped? And
1: uh, they
0: never I, I said anything it, else about it. Nothing anything?
1: ever came up about it no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't know that. That incident was, uh, and there again, you know, to this day, I still remember that. You know, and I don't know why. Here recently, I started thinking about that
0: because you've never told me any kind of story about. You've never told me that. You've never told me that story.
1: I told somebody that but I cannot remember who I told that to. Somebody in the family. I don't know if it was one of my brothers. I don't think I told that to your, either your sister or your brother, but I told that story to someone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I think it was one of my brothers because they had an incident in their home, and I brought that up. Mm. If you want to hear about an incident that happened, you need to talk to my Uncle Paul, brother, Uncle Paul mm-hmm. my brother Paul. When well,
0: his trailer house, that he had all that... Yes. All that stuff, that crazy stuff happened to him over there. In the hallway. hmm
1: And they still live in that trailer house.
0: I, w- I wouldn't have stayed there. Oh,
1: man. But anyway, that's that's my story. That's one of the ones that I really remember, you know, an instance. That, uh, other than that, I've never had anything else happening to me at that type, you know, that... Oh, man. Dude.
0: But you've had crazy things with Grandma, like before um because i remember i did i did some kind of like a family tree thing or some kind of genealogy thing and grandma told me this crazy story of the witch doctor who oh. was it who was it she had to she had to crawl she had to walk on eggshells or like uh she had to walk on her knees and eggshells or something like that right or no was that Theatomi? tommy i think Theatomi that told me that story oh. about maybe grandma was sick and she had to walk on eggshells do you remember that do you know about that
1: i have no idea i don't know about that story
0: i will have to find that one because i remember specifically somebody told me i think grandma told me that somebody was sick and they had to get a witch doctor together and no they had to do um they had to do a, a thing where someone had to like walk on eggshells for like on the street or something and oh i don't know crack that. an egg and stuff no it was like
1: my my brother David was struck by a car when we were little. He was small. He was maybe four or five years old. And the ladies in the neighborhood, they brought him into the house and laid him in the bed in our house. This is a house that was in that duplex.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they called a the lady in from the neighborhood, and she uh, came in, and they were all standing around the bed. And his lady was doing her, putting eggs underneath the bed. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, was doing some kind of ritual.
2: Yeah.
1: Trying to cure him from this accident. You know, he had just got in from the hospital. They took him to the emergency room. The guy they hit him took him to the emergency room. They brought him back home. Uh, he was released. And he had a cut underneath his neck with a license plate cut his neck. And he was came in bandaged up. And they laid him in the bed. And the ladies in the neighborhood were, yeah. I guess, there for moral support or whatever, you know.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And... uh I remember there was a lamp on, with a, one of those uh, kerosene lamps was on. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: we didn't have electricity.
2: Yeah. So
1: that my mom had these lamps, these kerosene lamps on. And I remember my little brother laying there and I'm, I'm standing outside the door looking in and there's this lady, this woman, doing some kind of, uh, I said, what is she doing? It was a, a ritual. Mm-hmm. And she put some eggs underneath the bed.
0: To try to draw out the...
1: The, the. All the sickness out of him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she reached under the bed and she cracked the, the, the egg open and you're looking at the yolk and she's saying this and that. And he said, everything is in the egg now. It drew out, it drew, drew this sickness out of his body and it's inside of this egg. I said, what in the world <laughs> going on here? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, things like that did happen in our neighborhoods. You know, there's always some lady in there. Doing a mojo on you, man. Yeah. But Uncle Dave's fine now. He's okay. (laughs)
0: He's okay now. He's okay now. But anyway,
1: that's my story.
0: Well, thank you, Dad. I appreciate you coming in and telling us your story and letting us know what happened. I
1: hope I don't have nightmares tonight thinking about that.
0: I'm going to have nightmares thinking about that little man. Yeah. That's just weird. That makes me think about the leprechaun because when you say like three to four feet tall and he kind of just walks and he has like shoes on, coat. Doesn't Leprechaun have a coat and everything?
1: Like a Leprechaun or a what do you call them? And he
0: was focused around the tree. The
1: tree and the, the heater. I want to know
0: why the bed was empty, and then when he woke up in the morning, it, he was there, but the door was
1: open. No, I had I had closed the door.
0: No, no, no. yeah. When, once that once that thing left, and your pebble was able to get like back into whatever, like get you know. ...move himself and stuff like that. Then he woke Mr. Pilar up, told Mr. Pilar what happened, and closed the door.
1: And I moved to the wall. And he I moved said, to the wall. Dude, I'm sleeping on the wall. <laughs> and I'm looking at the wall. I'm not going to be looking towards the door no more.
0: <laughs> and Mr. Pilar has never had this little thing no, come in?
1: He's never uh, experienced that.
0: Or maybe he just wasn't awake. You know, I think it, I think it made him paralyzed. I think it was supposed to paralyze people... You were supposed to be paralyzed so that when he walks in that you're not supposed to see him. But you, for some reason, weren't affected by that.
1: I'm still a light sleeper. I hear any little thing outside, inside, I come awake and I'm listening. I'm, you, know, you know, you don't see nothing in the dark, but you're listening. You know, and to this day, you know, I've always been a light sleeper. And that particular night, I heard someone on the porch. And I'm thinking, you know, you kind of like half-assed, awake, asleep. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but that's when I focus on the bed. I'm thinking, well, Joe's coming in because the bed was empty. so yeah. oh, that's him. And I'm trying to go back to sleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I hear the door coming open. Of course, that, you're going to focus on that. You know, you hear something. Well, you know, I'm going to see who it is or what's going on. I'm not going to let him know that I'm awake looking at him. You know.
0: But then he went like straight to the heater like he knew what the heater was, mm-hmm. that because it was going to. You
1: have to understand it was cold outside. Okay? And it's like, why did it... How did it know that there was a heater on? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you know what room to go in? Yep. And when the door came open, the wood frame door, I heard the door
0: now turn. Like, what if it was that was its room whenever it lived there? Like, if it was from the family before? I don't know. That makes me think, like... That makes me think that this thing has been in there before. Yeah. Oh, I had to. If if it knew to go to... It knew how to open the door it knew where to go to specifically it knew this was gonna this emits hit, a heat yeah. so that just means like this is not the first time this thing has been in there and mr. Pilar and, has been dead asleep because
1: you know and I've, I've spent many a nights at his nice house this is not the first time I yeah. mean I've been there many a nights now after this incident <clears throat> I didn't go to his house for a while
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't
1: want to spend a night
0: I wouldn't want to either.
1: I, I was uh, I was bothered by that, you know. But as time goes on, you know, you just well, you want up back over there. I don't
0: know. I don't know if I could ever shake. But I always shake made shake sure dog. that I had
1: to, that I faced the wall. If I ever slept over there again, I would sleep against the wall.
0: I would want to see that thing head on. I wouldn't turn my back I to know, it. I want my
1: back to well, it. you had somebody else laying on the other side of the bed.
0: Yeah. And
1: said, "Well, they're going to deal with it, not me." Unless it uh, grabs you by your ankles and yanks you out.
0: See, I don't know. I would, I would want to. That's why whenever I like, if I'm sleeping in a bedroom, like I'm gonna sleep with my back against the wall, so I can see out wherever, you know, like in case something tries to get me. That's just me.
1: I don't know. Um,
0: I don't know. That just thing. That thing. That's just very. I would love to know, like, where did this thing come from? Where did it originate? Why did it stick to this area? Like, what what happened there? Because was that Richmond, right? In Richmond, yes. Richmond is such an old town. Yes, it is. There's so much historical, you know, landmarks there, and there's so many historical things happening there. You have we, the old Richmond Jail.
1: Well, we lived on, on that side of the town where the old Richmond Jail's at. We and, lived across the tracks. On the other side of the tracks was downtown Richmond, Morton Street. Right. But we lived on the other side of the tracks, was, was, well, you're not supposed to say this, but they called it Mud Alley hmm okay it's like the ghetto yes the black citizens of this time, the town took offense to that
0: oh okay, okay.
1: you know they didn't want to hear anybody calling it Mud Alley you know and it, it was uh, politically incorrect right but anyway that's where we lived that's where I grew up at
0: but that was like the old area though Like oh that yeah
1: was... old neighborhood old houses and stuff but everybody knew each other man nobody bothered nobody you know mm-hmm but
0: uh, but I can imagine that this was not the only house affected by things that were probably, you know, like paranormal or I don't think that this would be the first house there because it's just such an old area.
1: There was a lot of old houses there, but uh, families living in these old homes. And, and, you know, they'd been there a long time, just like this particular house that I would go visit my friend at. You uh, know, I mean, the house was old. Mm-hmm. It was livable, but it was old been around a long time I never did find out when it was built and, but uh, I don't know that was really the only incident that I had so far in my life that I can that it really stuck to my mind it, uh, mm-hmm.
0: but you're very paranormal like you love the paranormal you love l- watching oh, yeah. those adventures you oh, yeah. paranormal things any, any, anything kind of, any kind of shows we always you always record it and we'll watch it You'll watch it I don't like me. to watch You'll it, watch it with at Emma. night. Well, you watch it with Emma at night.
1: No, she's gotten to a point where we don't want to watch it at night. I watch <laughs> it during the day. But son, you,
0: you've even gone to haunted... You went yeah. to the Myrtles Plantation in St. Francisco, yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. We went to that. That's one of the most haunted plantations in the U- United States.
1: We did stay at a hotel in Arkansas.
0: Right, and what was called the Basin... Basin Motel.
1: The Basin Motel Hotel. Something like that. Built in like in the early nineteen hundreds. You 1800s. and Mom.
0: You, you you dragged Mom over there. Yeah, you that, stay that's there? a lot of
1: history in that place. Uh, it was run by the uh, gambling joint downstairs. It was run by Al Al Capone's sister.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. In Arkansas. In
1: Arkansas. Wow. Uh, Al Capone's sister ran the gambling casino downstairs, and it was built into the. A mountain. They dug a hole into a mountain, and that's where it was at.
0: Did y'all experience anything when y'all? We went. There? And
1: we took a ghost tour. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the lady that was given the tour. You know, of course, she seen up some things there. Even when she was given a tour, uh, there was a lady dressed in that in the time period of the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. And all, of course, the uh, <clears throat> the the folks there. Hey, you know, who's that lady? You no know, costume. No, that's that was not part of the. It
0: was part of the tour.
1: Right. It was actual... That was an actual a apparition. A paranormal apparition of a...
0: But you didn't see anything or you didn't experience anything when I, you guys were staying we, there. We
1: stayed on the third floor, room 309.
0: Was that like the scariest floor? Is that the most homeless? Yes,
1: this is where the most activities took place and I wanted to stay in that floor.
0: I bet you mom was pissed.
1: <laughs> well.
0: I bet you she hated that. <laughs> she said,
1: leave all the lights on. So we left the lights on in, in, the, in the room.
0: hmm
1: Okay. She said, whatever locks there's on the doors, lock them all. And there was uh, like three locks, man. They just bam, bam. and locked the doors. Mm -hmm. She didn't like it because the restroom, this hotel is built in the early 1900s.
2: Right. Mm
1: -hmm. The doors and all that stuff, a lot of that stuff is still time period. Mm -hmm. But the restroom, there was a door that was locked. And on the other side of that was another room. And she didn't like that.
0: Like you can get into the other you, room? You, if
1: he was to open that door, you'd be in somebody else's room.
0: We've stayed in in, in hotel but rooms like that, she just
1: though. didn't like that. She, she right, thought somebody yeah. was going to jiggle the doorknob and try to come in into the bathroom. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, when the hotel, when the fa- there's a family that lived in this thing, they made it into a hotel. If he was open that door, all the doors, you could walk through there, through all the, all the rooms. That's how they were built. Mm-hmm. But as far as an incident that happened to me, uh, there's some things happened in that room, but nothing happened to us. Oh. The story was there would be a lady coming in, and she was like in a white gown or a wedding dress or something, mm-hmm. and she would stand at the foot of the bed, or she would walk over to the side where wherever the male was Ooh. sleeping, yeah, that she would stand there. Ooh. And what happened was it was an and uh, there was a couple standing there that same year and, and that's what happened to him mm-hmm. the man
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, he was reading the book and the wife had a camera a video camera and she says if you see anything take a picture or videotape it she wanted to stay awake but she fell asleep
2: mm-hmm. but he
1: was sleeping he was laying there reading a book and he finally put the book down and he turned the light off and he looked up he saw a figure walking through the wall standing like it was heading towards the bathroom and it stopped and, and it turned and faced the bed. Then it came over to his side and there again he was petrified. He was not able to scream out or...
0: Right. He was frozen. Yes. He was paralyzed. Yeah.
1: And then he said the only thing I could... He said that the man said the only thing I could think of at the time was if this lady this figure or whatever this thing is pulls the bed sheets off this bed uh, she's going to be in a shop because he liked to sleep
0: Naked. Naked. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he yeah. said, "Well, what is my wife going to say when she wakes up?" Uh
0: huh.
1: And I'm laying there naked, and there's exposed to everybody, yeah. and there's a lady standing there.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that that didn't happen to us. And I slept on that side of the bed where the guy was sleeping.
0: You're brave.
1: And uh, I, we we went to bed. I, I left the lights on in the bathroom. I left the lights on the bathroom. She said, "Leave the TV on." I left the TV on, but I turned the volume off. But i did manage to go to sleep <clears throat> but then i heard something i looked towards the door and i could hear somebody outside walking down the hallway
2: mm-hmm.
1: i said wow man this is late so you figured it's Just somebody guess. a Just guest guess, going yeah. back to the room mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: nothing is happening in that at nine o'clock eight o'clock at night is when they shut the whole town down mm-hmm. all the bars are closed nothing you can't do nothing there's no restaurants open Mm-hmm. And I, I heard like someone was had a big bag of chips. And they were reaching in there and they was grabbing some chips. And, and eating it. And and they were laughing. And they, it, like it stopped in front of the door and they were laughing. And I said, hey, get out of here.
0: You said that?
1: Yes. I screamed it out. Yeah. Hey, get out of here. And they stopped laughing and they kept walking. They started walking again. That's on instant I, I
0: you, yeah, you had.
1: I can't say, well, it was a paranormal experience.
0: Right, yeah. But you also stayed at the Maker, but, though, too.
1: Yeah. No, nothing happened there. The Maker? No. And then we stayed at, uh, of course, we did the uh, ghost tour at uh, that other hotel in Louisiana. The one that had the, uh, what's it called? God, dog it.
0: Which one? The Little Lori? No, not
1: no. that one. Doggone it
0: there's several hotels in Louisiana that we were there with me I was there with you
1: yes we did Man, we barely made it there
0: it was the Myrtles Plantation Myrtles
1: Plantation yes
0: and St. Francisville Louisiana
1: yes
0: and we went there we did
1: the tour but nothing really happened
0: nothing happened we even took pictures of the mirror we were thinking about
1: staying there but we somebody chickened out no
0: I don't know who that was it was sold out
1: all the rooms were rented in that wasn't me I
2: think it but was
0: then weird. we th- but then we stayed in a hotel that was further down in the town i remember because we we went to go eat at some weird restaurant or whatever it was like on the top was like a or on the bottom was like a bar on the top was like a restaurant i remember eating there specifically and then we went to go stay at this like little motel whatever and i made mom sleep with me <laughs> Because I, I was scared that 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 maid came with me. I was very scared. That was one of the scariest things I think, because I was afraid that somebody had come and followed us to the hotel. And you oh, were, yeah. and you were asleep and you were snoring so loud. And I asked mom, "Mom, are you awake?" <laughs> and she said, "No, no." And I said, "Mom, can you come sleep with me?" And I made her sleep with me. Wow. And then we went to the St. Francisville. Uh, a couple of years later, we went to St. Francisville, Florida. Or no, uh, St. Augustine, excuse me, St. Augustine, Florida.
1: Went to the lighthouse.
0: And went to the lighthouse, and it then was what? Supposed to
1: be haunted, right? And
0: but we didn't know that.
1: No, at the time we didn't know that.
0: No, we didn't know that, and then like later on, we were wa- you were watching some travel channels.
1: Yes, and that came on. I said, "Wow, we went there," and they were talking about all the experiences people had there.
0: It was a lot of experiences. It was oh, a yeah. very haunted lighthouse. It,
1: even on on the, the lighthouse itself. People climbing up the top of the lighthouse and they were having experiences there.
0: Mhm. And we went all the way to the top. Yep, we did. I think we videotaped it too. That was where yeah. I scared the shit out of that lady in uh, oh. <laughs> I thought it was mom. I thought it was your I thought it was your memo coming up the stairs and I hid in a, in a corner and I jumped out and I said, Wow and the lady goes, ah! and <laughs> she like almost fell off the stairs. I said, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry
1: and I said, Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Scared that poor woman.
0: Yeah, I felt bad. That was a lot of fun. We
1: almost killed somebody on vacation.
0: They had like a mannequin up there that was in the. Oh yeah, that
1: scared the hell out of me. I didn't even know it was a mannequin there.
0: That was in the lighthouse, or who? What? Did, what do they call them? The captains, or whatever. The, the people who take care of the, the keepers of the, the keepers lighthouse. Of the lighthouse.
1: Yeah, they lived there with their families.
0: And they had like a little office there, and they actually had like a, a mannequin of the the lighthouse keeper. That was really interesting. We went to a lot of. Haunted places.
1: Yeah. Um uh, yeah, it's been a while. But I've I I've enjoyed those, you know, the plantation homes and stuff. Yeah. Cemeteries in Louisiana.
0: I um, went there recently and I got to see some cemeteries. I don't remember I don't know, when we went the last time I we went to New Orleans was like right after I think Hurricane Katrina or before Hurricane Katrina hit. Yeah. And you,
1: went. you sent us a picture from Louisiana at that cemetery. He didn't even know that way in the background Somebody's looking around the corner from one of those... Uh, Listen, that's already tombstones.
0: been debunked. That's not somebody looking around the corner. Around
1: the corner of his tombstone looking at you.
0: No, that was you debunked. didn't even know
1: until we brought it up. Hey, who's that way <laughs> back there? What is that?
0: <laughs> and I thought y'all were joking. <laughs> it actually does look like somebody who's peering ar- uh, around the... They were peering around. There's looking. nobody there. It's the background. It's I've already looked at it. It's nope. It's been debunked.
1: No, we're not.
0: But, um, but yeah, so that's... um. All right. Well, thank you so much for telling us your story and giving us a little bit of a tidbit of your history.
1: <laughs> well, I was glad to you know, share this with you and the audience out there. And, you know, anybody else had any experiences similar to that? Let me know. Well, let us know.
0: Mm-hmm. You, know. you can let us know at ghost.demyass at gmail.com please email us. That's my email address that I have set up for the podcast. So, I appreciate you guys listening in and enjoying my dad's story and, uh, all the experiences that we've had. So, alright, dad. Well, you want okay. to say goodbye to everybody?
1: Alright. Goodbye. Good
2: night.
0: Alright, goodbye. Spooky later. Spooky later.